0: All right. Father God, I love you. I thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for just everything that's going on uh, just in the lives of the people here at HBF. And uh, Lord, as we uh, just continue uh, on uh, with the ministry, Lord, we know that the calendar has rolled over another year, but uh, honestly, the things that we do shouldn't uh, shouldn't really change. Lord, we should stay focused on the mission and we should stay focused on you. And uh, Lord, I pray as we take just a little bit of time today and uh, jump into your word and just look at some of these things and uh, how we ought to uh, make sure we have our, our priorities lined up and uh, everything focused where it needs to be. Uh, Lord, I do pray that you would convict us where we might be off, Lord, and I, I pray you would just uh, keep us uh, on track with you as we uh, endeavor upon another year uh, in, in, in ministry and in service to you. Lord, we pray for those who are out today for different reasons and the weather and all the different things. Lord, we pray for uh, Paige, she's not feeling well. And, um just uh, all the different things uh, that the people have going on. I do pray that you would just bless your uh, church and uh, that you would just get the honor and the glory from everything that is going on uh, here at uh, at HBF and in the Passpoint class. So, uh, Lord, I do pray that you just continue to bless us, uh, just uh, have your good hand of uh, blessing on the, on the Passpoint class, and it's been uh, just a blessing to be a part of what you're doing here. And so I pray that you would just get the honor and the glory, uh, and I'll pray this all in Christ's name. Amen. Okay, so... Uh, if you have your Bibles, we're going to jump around a little bit today, and I hope to get done. I really want to get done, because I want to get back into uh, the book of Joshua next week, but uh, if not, there's there's quite a bit of stuff here, and so uh, we'll just see how things go, you know, how, how it goes. But uh, if you have your Bibles, we're actually going to start uh, uh, in Proverbs chapter 29, and, and we'll get to that here in a minute. Like I said, we're going to bounce around, but... Um, so today, uh, I want to talk about vision. I want to talk about not like a heavenly vision, but uh, you know, what is your vision? Like, you know we're jumping to a new year, and we always like to talk about you know, what's coming up and, and all those different things. But really we need to make sure that we do have a clear vision of where we're going. And you might be like, well, I, I have a vision, and it really doesn't change from year to year, And you're right, it really shouldn't change too much if you have one. And if you're rocking and rolling with a plan, but uh, if you're like so many other people, you might not be quite as uh, planned up as you ought to be, right? And so we're going to kind of talk about that today. And so today we're going to look at, uh, hopefully we can get through these, but we're going to look about uh, three realities uh, about spiritual vision. And so we'll get to those here in a little bit. But so if I was to ask the question, um, how was 2021 for you, right? Because Everybody would tell you that 2020 was just terrible, right? Oh my gosh, it was just terrible. But really, 2021 wasn't a whole lot different as far as worldly aspects, right? Maybe we didn't get like locked up in our houses for however many months. But I mean, really, how many of us actually got locked up in our houses? We still did what we had to do. And so we like to... Think that 2020 was just terrible, but 2021 wasn't a whole lot different. So when you think about just in general, how was last year for you? And I know that it's just a calendar, it's just a day. You know, it's it's really nothing different. You know, uh, the guy, uh, the Bible, not the God. The Bible says that uh, Jesus Christ was the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so it's not like something magical has to happen on January 1st, right? Uh, We didn't do anything yesterday. It was kind of nice. I spent uh, over half the day in the office, which, you know, most people are like, that sounds terrible, but it was actually glorious because I haven't got to, like, catch up on all my office stuff. And I don't think I did it all yesterday. It was like three days this week, three or four days. But anyway, like, January 1st isn't anything special, but you know, whatever day in your life that you say, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore and I'm going to start doing this, right? That is uh, an important day. And so when you think back, like how was 2021, you know, did did you grow? Did you grow in the Lord at all? Like did you, uh, from from the beginning of the year to the end, did you grow in the Lord? Did your time in the word, uh, was it fulfilling? Did you, do you feel like you actually, you know, are growing anywhere? Because honestly, if you didn't, that's really on you because there's so many opportunities around here. So, I mean, ask yourself that. Did I grow, right? Um, you know, some of us might be like, no, I'll be honest. I didn't. And I did, I did the opposite. I actually went the wrong direction a little bit last year. And sometimes being honest is where you got to start with that, right? Like, no, I didn't. I was backsliding last year. Okay. Well, you can fix that, right? And so, uh, if you'll remember the first week of last year, we talked about goals, right? So I, I had an, actually it took two weeks, but we talked about like setting up a list of goals, right? And so, uh, and I actually challenged you guys, uh, and I could probably ask somebody like Meredith and she's probably like, can show you where they're at, right? Uh, what'd you say? It's somewhere in here. It's somewhere in here. Uh, I actually went back through, uh, mine because I do this every year, um, but I have, I keep them on my phone because, you know, you can't lose them there, right? <laughs> but Anyway, but, and I kind of went through and, um, it was really kind of, it was, It was actually good to see because it's the first time I've ever ever actually written them down. And so to see the things that did get accomplished this year, like the things, you know, I I had like some of my uh, my personal goals for last year is like, I wanted to lose 20 pounds. Like I did, but the problem is like 15 of them found me right towards the end of the year, but whatever it is what it is. But like, but I also, I wanted to uh, make it a point to try to have at least uh, one date night with my wife every month. Well, I think we had more than we've ever had. It definitely wasn't once a month, but we probably had more than we've ever had in our entire marriage. And it's like, well, I made it a point, right? When you make a point to do things, you know, and there's certain things like that. There were some other ones that were a little more personal. I don't want to get into, but, you know, just to see how God, God he blesses when you like time to say, This is what I want to accomplish and how can you help me with it, God? And then you get into some spiritual goals. Like, you know, I I told myself after like three years we we, I really want to get done with D one with the pews. And we did that last year. (laughs) That was on my list. And I'm like, man, it seems like an eternity ago, but like apparently we were not done as of January one last year. So um you know, things like that. And not that you want to like, get through with things, but you know, you need to have goals as to what you're going to do. And I had some goals for the Passpoint class, and there were some that, like, God did fulfill, and there were some that I dropped the ball on. And so, things like that. And so, when I say that, I challenged you guys to make the same uh, set of goals, right? And so, hopefully, you did, and hopefully, you can go back and, and, like, look over those. And so, if you didn't, I mean, that's on you, because you, know, you have ample opportunity to do that. It doesn't take long to sit down and jot something down on a piece of paper or on your phone, and just be like, hey, this is, these are some things I'd like to see God do, right? And, and he used me to do. You, you know, you can't just say, God, I want you to do this, and then you'd be like, all right, so I'll be back January 1 next year and see if it happened. Like, you have to commit yourself to being a part of it, right? And, and to change things that need to be changed, and to grow in areas you need to grow. And so anyway, did you accomplish any of those goals? Like, these are just questions to ask yourself as we try to get rocking and rolling here. Here's some other just personal questions and you don't have to answer, but like, is your marriage stronger than it was a year ago? Because your marriage, and I know some of you guys aren't married, but if if you are, your marriage should be stronger every year. It shouldn't be like, well, you know, we're just getting by, but like, did you grow in your marriage? Did that happen, right? Um, Is your relationship with your kids stronger than it was a year ago, right? So something I've learned as my kids grow is like you, especially as they get older, like you're no longer just like, making sure they don't die. Right. But, uh, like you now have this relationship with them and you have to try to grow in those areas. And, you know, I've seen that happen, uh, with some of my kids and I, you know, it's just, it's just a weird time if you have teenagers. And so figuring that whole thing out, but uh, are, are you closer? Here's a, here's a good one. Are you closer to the Lord than you were a year ago? Because man, if you're not, that's on you. Like this book right here uh, ha, is like the key to having however strong a relationship with the Lord you want to. And that, you know, if you don't, that's on you. And so like, do you feel as a whole, or I'm sorry, did, did, you, did you grow in the ministry last year? And I don't mean did your ministry go, but like, did you grow in the way that you minister? Because you should. Like every year you should learn how to better minister the word. And I'm not just talking about in the ministry here, here, here. But I'm talking about like the way that you minister the word to people, the way that you talk to people, the way that you live your life. Like did your ministry, because that's what ministry is, is just living life for the Lord. Did it grow last year? Like, do you feel as a whole that you made the best of 2021? Like that, I guess that's how you could just kind of sum this thing up. Did, do you feel like you made the best of your time? Because it really, those are the things you have to ask yourself. And I know that you might be like, well, I didn't really think about these things. Or maybe you have, I don't know. But Because if not, if you didn't make the best of 2021, then I'll just be very black and white. I'll be very Jason with you uh, and tell you that you're basically wasting God's time, right? And I say that if you're saved today, right? Because we know that God has given us X amount of minutes from the time I get saved to the time I die to get his work done. Honestly. And so if you look back and you're like, man, on 20, 2020, I didn't know, like I, I didn't make the most of it. Like I'll just be completely plain with you and be like, you're wasting God's time. He only gives us so much of it and we need to be making the most of it. Ephesians 5, uh, 15 to 16 says, see that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Man, we've got to redeem the time. And I'm not just saying this because, oh, it's the new year and everything else, but like I'm getting somewhere with where I'm, where I'm Going with this, and we have to redeem the time. Like, if you're lost, man, just live it up. Have a have a great time. Like, you better get all of it you can while you're here, because it's not good for you later on. Like, I've got eternity in heaven with Christ to do, like all of those things to worship the Lord forever. To so, man, I've got a short amount of time here, and I need to redeem it. And that's what we have to make sure we're, we're serious about. And so, uh, Colossians four five says, "Walk in wisdom towards them who are without," meaning get the gospel to those that need it, uh, redeeming the time. So before we go any any further, and we're still introduction here, uh, you think that I'm all over your case, right? Let me just say I get it, right? I get it. Life happens. Like, you get busy. Things happen. Work happens. Kids happen. Uh, You know, jobs happen. Things happen. I'm all about it, right? Life happens, and we could all all probably be like, you know what? In one of those areas you talked about, I could have done better. Right, but but let me also say this, because here's what most people think: like I didn't do that good last year, but man, this year's going to be better. Let me just say this: 2022, it's not going to be any easier. It won't be easier, and let me explain what I mean by that. Right, uh, if you're saved, you're in a spiritual battle. Do you understand that? Like, if you're saved, the day you get saved, you're in a battle. Right? We we are basically on on God's team at this point. We're to get the word of God where it needs to go on time. There's a battle for souls. You know, you're on God's side. The adversary is not on God's side. And there's a battle, right? And he's always trying to trip you up. He's always trying. So if you're saved, you're in a spiritual battle. And I don't think, you know, the adversary, the devil, the punk, he got the memo to take 2022 off. So I'm telling you that it's not just going to be easier because you decide I- I'm going I'm to do better, right? It doesn't just get easier. So the question is, what are you actually going to do about it, right? We know that, okay, maybe I didn't do great. And maybe you're like, hey, 2021, that was, that was my best year ever. Well, that's great. Right, I guarantee there's somewhere you could grow. And so the the point is, like, what are you going to do about it? Seriously, though, I mean, like, when when you say that, like, what what are you going to do about it? You might be like, well, I don't know if there's anything I can do. Like, there there are plenty of things that you can do, right? There's a lot of things that the Lord has to do, but you have to submit yourself to that. And so that's the whole point. So, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to try harder? Because that's what a lot of people will be like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do better this year. I'm gonna try harder. Right I'm not going to eat so many cheeseburgers. Uh, I'm going to go to the gym and uh, I'm going to cancel my Netflix, but the cheese plate today, so i got to go watch that, and it's like, like whatever it is in your life, I'm going to get up early in the morning, I'm going to get in the word, you know, and I'm going to do this, and then it's like Monday morning rolls around. It's like, man, but I stayed up late, and I, I get it. So trying harder, let me just tell you, it doesn't work. Good luck with that. Let me be frank with you because you already know the answer, right. You like me at times. Simply, you don't want to put the effort into what it's going to take. Like that is the problem. We don't want to put the effort into what it's going to take to do things differently. Because you know what? We know that however it's working now. At least I'm alive, right? And I'm getting by. You know, my wife hasn't left me yet. My husband hasn't left me yet. You know, the kids, they they're still alive, and so we still eat every day. Like it must be working. Like that's the problem. We know what it's going to take to be more godly. We just don't want to put the effort into it. All right, we live in a culture that tells us we need more quote unquote me time. All right? You need to focus on yourself, right? And before I get too far into this, and I don't think I'm going to step on anybody's toes in here, but like people are like, "We got to focus on our mental health." You do. Absolutely. Like you need to be on the right frame of mind. That happens in the Word of God. Like I, it absolutely does. You know, it says to renew your mind daily. That's where that happens. Okay? And I understand that there's also uh physical Things that happen in our bodies and you know there are are things that you can do but i'm just telling you when culture says you need more me time you know they tell us that we need to look out for number one right That responsibilities are only important you know if we feel like it you know they're only important if 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 it works out for us and that there's always going to be tomorrow so why do today what you can do tomorrow i'm telling you like i i got all kinds of stuff i need to do but like i can do it tomorrow so why am i gonna do it today and that's what the society we live in tells us It is is completely crazy. Well, friend, I have a question for you since, you know, you made it a point to be here and drive in the snow to get here, if you call it snow, whatever it was, right? And, And you're here. You must care enough. So I'm just assuming that you want to hear something from God today. So let me ask you, you know, how does this fit into your me time? What about God time? What about Jesus Christ time? Right? Where does that fit in? What about investing in our family while there's still time? What about getting the gospel where it needs to go on time? What about people dying and going to hell on a daily basis? What about the Great Commission? What about God is greater than me, right? That's what we always want to say. We want to jump on the I am second bandwagon. What about, you know, it all sounds really good and awesome and, and sexy and everything, but it's like, where does that fit into your life? Where does that fit into your me time? Because that's, that's the problem. Society tells us this is what we need, and the Bible tells us this is what we need. So where does that fit in? Like, how do you rectify all of that when you think about well, how am I going to change the way that, that I'm living? And I'm not saying that personal time isn't good, right? Like, we were just jokingly talking about one of my sons, and he's not super a people person. Like, he gets it for me. Like, if I don't know you, I, I just feel like I don't really have a need to talk to you. You know, until the Bible says, hey, you're supposed to get the gospel to these people, and then I'm convicted about it. But it's like, that's just the way that I am. So, like, you have to figure out how to balance all of those things. Right? You gotta figure out how to balance all those things. So, let me, have you ever heard the expression, the squeaky wheel gets the grease? Right? Have you ever heard that expression? Like, it basically means, like, I know I need to take care, let's just say we're talking about a car. I know I need to take care of my car, but I'm busy, right? But there's, I got this one wheel that's starting to squeak really bad. And so I was like, I better take care of that because it's making noise. Uh, people are looking at me funny. I was like, I got to do something about it, right? And I know I probably ought to do something about all of it, but I'm at least going to take care of the one that's like starting to scream a little bit at me, right? So we understand what, what that means, right? So we don't take the necessary steps. to so take that and apply it to your life, right? So we don't take the necessary steps, if I wear where i at, to avoid catastrophe until the wheels are about to come off the car we just don't we don't take the necessary steps to be like hey i probably ought to do something about this until it's like uh this thing is like probably going to fall apart you know that's just what happens we don't take child training seriously until it's too late we don't take time to really focus on our marriage until it starts falling apart we don't start thinking about you know curbing our spending habits until we can't pay the mortgage this month and it's like hey like maybe we ought to. Chill out on Amazon for a minute, right? Or or whatever it is, you know. We don't take the gospel seriously until somebody close to us dies that we know that are probably in hell, and we should have got the gospel to them, right? We don't take care of something, or at least try to take care of something, until it's it's probably too late, right? If you wait till you know your 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 child starts back talking all the time, child training is going to be a lot harder for you, right? Now, if you wait till your wife comes to you and she's just like, hey, there are major problems in our marriage, like, that's probably, like, I'm not saying it's done, but like, you should have taken care of this sooner. It's no different. Like, if you wait till it's like, hey, we don't have enough money to pay our house payment this month, oh, oh, that's lack of planning, is what I'm getting at. All of this stuff is lack of planning, lack of preparation, right? You're not putting things where they need to be. You're not taking the necessary steps to avoid catastrophe. So I'm going to ask you one more time. What are you going to do about it? Like Those are the questions I'm asking myself because not that my life is a wreck. I think that God is blessing everything that we're doing right now. But at the same time, I don't want to stop growing. right? And so what are you going to do about it? There has to be a vision. There has to be a plan. There must be a plan. We have to know where we're going or we're definitely going to get lost on the way. Like, does that make sense? you got to know where you're going, or you're definitely going to get lost on the way. And the people that are like, that's half the fun, like, of life. Well, it's because you're lost, and you don't have purpose. That's why, right? Like, the old, not all who wander are lost, right? Well, everybody who's uh, not saved by the blood is. That's what I know. And I know that I need to do my part to make sure that they are. And so, like... You have purpose in life. And I'm not saying that doesn't leave time for like, you know, hanging out and doing different things. I'm not saying that, you know, watching TV or watching Netflix or, you know, watching sports or whatever, but everything in moderation, right? You have to make sure that you're on track with what God's telling you to do. So what's your vision for 2022, right? What is your plan, right? If your answer is like, well, I'm not really sure, then today hopefully is good for you. And I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Right. We'll see. So, cause that's the whole point. Like, where are we at? Like, I want to grow. Like, I feel like God is blessing uh, my life. I feel like the things that we're doing, you know, when I make goals, I make goals for our business. I make goals for all these different things. And uh, I shouldn't have to make this goal, but I, may, I like I was doing some of this yesterday and uh, cause I, I make goals and I sit down a page and I make sure that, you know, they're on track. Cause I can't just like say, Hey, this is what we're going to do. Are you on board or not? Like you have to put things together, but you shouldn't have to make this goal as as a business owner. But like, I want to I want to make money on every job that we do this year because there were some that we did this year that I didn't make no money on. I lost money on. So it's just like, okay, because I was thinking back over the year and it's like, we did, we did pretty good as a business. Like, you know, obviously, you know, we're still living where we, you know, we still got the house and we still are able to buy groceries. So we're doing okay. But it was like, I was looking back over the year and I'm like, so there were at least two jobs that I know of that I'm like, I'm positive I lost money on this. Like, that's on me. Like, you know, it took longer than it should have and it was just lack of preparation on the front end. Okay. So I'm like, if we would have just not lost money on those, I'm like, we would have been, it would have been a really good year for us, babe. So it's like, that's one of my goals. I just, I want to at least make some money on every job that we do this year. Like as a business owner, that's a good goal for you. Like if you're going to start a business, just plan on that. Like make something on everything that you do. It doesn't have to be a ton, but so anyway, like we make goals for it. So I think God is blessing these things, but I still want to grow. Like I still want my ministry to grow. You know, I, I have goals for Passpoint and it's not about numbers, but I, I would love to see, like, I don't want to say, I don't want Passpoint to double in size. Like, I don't think I'm ready for that. I, I don't think I could handle that. But like, I do pray that God would, you know, grow it. And, and I think about just this last year, you know, God did bring people into Passpoint that I had no idea. Like, when I, when I pray that I, God, you know, bring me, uh, just a few more people to invest in, you know? And I'm like, at the time, I have no idea. And so I was sitting, thinking back over the year and I'm like, I had no idea that some of the people that are here now, like, not today, but uh, that are in Past Point now, like, would, would have been those people. And it's just like, because God has a plan, and if you're faithful to just say, what is my part in that, and I will be faithful to it, like, God will bless it. And so you have to be you have to be faithful to all of those things. Like, this, I mean, I guess I'll just say it, right, because there are certain people I want to talk to kind of about this. But do you understand how many people are in our age range, right, So when I say our age range... Like I'm older than most of you, um, but like we're supposed to be the quote-unquote kind of young adult class. We don't like to put a title on it because it doesn't have to be that. Like you can go any class you want to. It it really doesn't matter. And so, but for the most part, like those are the people that I'm uh, I'm focusing on. I want to make sure that these people are able to uh, just live life normally. And you know, that's how I kind of target who I'm, how I teach, and different things. So anyway, like, are you aware of how many people would be in that? 20 something, 30 something, early 40 something uh, range that are faithful to come on Sunday mornings, but they don't go to any ABF because they don't understand the benefit of it. And it's just like, man, if we could just like, well, I'm not even talking about fishing outside because we need to be fishing outside too, but do you understand how many people could benefit from like, hey, something happened in your life? Can we bring you some meals? You know, and just understanding what fellowship is, right? And understanding the benefits of like, what the church body does. And so those are the kinds of things that we as a class, not just Paige and I need to be like focused in on. Like there are people that like every week I'm like, they would be perfect for Passpoint. Not because I need numbers. That is nothing at all. Like my my salary doesn't go up because there's more people here, right? It's at zero no matter what. So, you know, there's heavenly blessings that come and I'm, I'll just wait on those, but it's like, it's nothing to do with numbers. I'm just like, I understand the blessings that can come with those kinds of things. So anyway, like you just have to understand that like, if you pray don't be surprised when God blesses it. I was watching uh, a football game last night, and there was this guy that had like, it was watching the Rose Bowl. I hate college football. It's just like, it's totally worthless to me, you know, until it's NFL, but there was nothing else on. So I'm watching this game because, you know, Paige is sick, and I, I wasn't going anywhere. So, and this this kid at the end of the game, uh, which doesn't happen very often anymore, but uh, he like broke every receiving record in the Rose Bowl, right? This guy, he had like almost 400 yards receiving, it was insane like it was just like all about and it wasn't just this guy there was another guy on their team that had three touchdowns as well so it wasn't just like it was all him but like at the end of the game they're they're doing their you know asking him you know how did you think this was going to happen can you believe it and he's like it's really not that hard for me to believe because uh i prayed that god would uh do this and he did it and so he's like it's hard for me to be surprised when i pray about it and god comes through and i'm like man, I don't think you can do that on national television. Like, they ain't never going to talk to you again. (laughs) You know, but it was just kind of like, wow, that was that was impressive. I didn't expect that. And so, like, when we think about goals for this year, when we think about plans or vision, like, if you're serious and you're just like, okay, these are the things that I would think I would like God to do in my life, as long as they align with God's vision, which we'll get to in a little bit, like, don't be surprised if you're faithful that God's going to come through. Like, just don't be surprised. If there's something that it's just like, I feel like, this is something that God is going to do. I, it would be really, you know, whatever it is. Like, don't be surprised if you pray that God comes through, and then like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it happened. Why? Like, you prayed for it, and I mean, did you believe when you were praying? Like, that's just don't be surprised when it happens. So here, here's three realities, I and mean, we're probably not going to get through them all because I want to take some time as we go through these. Um, but three realities about spiritual vision that we need to know. Right? Three realities about because it's good to have a vision. But like if it's not a spiritual vision, then who cares, right? Like I can have a vision for my business uh to make a ton of money. Right? I I guarantee it's, it's just talking about like business. I guarantee we could we could like especially the way the housing market is right now, I could hire 30 guys and we could go get after it and I can make a whole bunch of money. That's not godly, right? Because it would take so much of my brain space that i would be like, okay, well, I ain't got time for ministry anymore, and I ain't got time for my wife anymore, and I ain't got time. Like, we could do those things, but make sure that your vision is lining up with God's vision, okay? So that's why we're talking about spiritual vision I say this. So what, what do you think about vision? What do you think about? Like, it's just being able to see? You know, that's what most people are like, well, I got vision. You know, I can see. But it's just like knowing where you're going, right? Understanding the plan, you know, does that make sense? And, you know, do you have a plan? Do you even know what's happening? Or is it just like, well, I know I got to go to work on Monday, or right? Or I know I got to go to school on Tuesday or whatever day. Like, like it, what is your plan? Like, what, what are you striving for in life? You know, what, what goals do you have? Like, well, I know I got to go do this and I got to go do that. Well, what are you working towards is the question, right? And so, the, the, first, the first reality that you have to understand about vision, because it's not just about being able to see, right? It's about knowing where you're going. You know, is where there is no vision, there's death, right? And understand that. The Bible is very clear. Where there is no vision, there's death. I told you to open in Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 29, very short verse. Most of you guys have heard this a ton of times, but this is just kind of where I want to start. So in Proverbs 29, we talk about vision. We got to have vision, right? In 20, Proverbs 29, verse 18, it says, Where there is no vision... The people perish, but he that keepeth the law happy is he. Very simple verse, right? Where there is no vision, the people perish. It's not just talking about like, you know, people are not going to do well, right? No, we're talking about people are going to die. When there is no vision, people are going to die. Where there is no vision (coughs) or no plan, the wheels come off the wagon, man. It just happens. You're just like, I had no idea this was going to happen. We have to be doing routine maintenance on all areas of our life or there's going to be death. Talking about your ministry, right? If you're not doing routine maintenance as a ministry leader, what does that look like? It's investing in people. Then there's going to be death. There's going to be casualties. It's like going to war, right? If you're not maintaining this thing, that people are going to. It's just it happens, right? You know, if you're not doing routine maintenance on your marriage, then what do you think is going to happen? Like you're going to grow apart. I mean, if you're not doing routine maintenance, it just makes sense, right? Maybe not physical death, but you get the picture, right? If I don't have a financial vision, then there's eventually going to be financial death. Like, I'm telling you, the way inflation is, like, if you don't make sure that you got enough, like, it's just not gonna work out. It is what it is. Like, if you don't have a financial vision, there's gonna be financial death. If you don't have a marital vision, there's eventually gonna be marital death. Like, you're like, no, not really. No, I'm telling you, like, over 50% now is the, is the number of, of divorce rate. Like, just tell me I'm wrong, because the stats tell me I'm right. Like, you gotta do maintenance. Right. That's what happens. If we don't have a family vision, there's eventually going to be broken families. Do you get the point? Right. There has to be a vision there. Everybody has to know where we're going. Right. And it doesn't mean that everybody has to be on board, especially when you're talking about your kids or anything. things. like you can't make people do something, even with your wife or your, your husband. You can't make them like this is what we're going to do. Well, I don't want to. Like at the end of the day, there has to be submission. There has to be willingness to join the plan. But especially, like, as, as leaders, we have to make sure that we at least set the plan. Because God will judge you on that. Right? God will make sure that you did your part. Right? You might be a, a wife who has a husband that's just like, <laughs> the guy doesn't, he just, he just doesn't care. Right? Okay, well, the Bible has specific things to say. Like, you do your part. Right? That's all you can do. Like, everybody has very clear instruction from the Bible. So make sure that you're doing your part. Right? God takes care of the rest. He really does. One way or another, he does. Make sure you're doing routine maintenance. Right? If we choose to not make a vision for where we're going, then we can only expect death on our way. Right? Does that make sense? Like if you don't know where you're going, and you're just like, hey, we're we're just we're just getting there. You can only expect death on the way. That's the way it works. That is that's the only way that it works. Where there is no vision, there's death. Right? Number two. And I'm not going to get all the way through this, but I'm at least going to get started and we'll wrap back around next week. Because there's actually a, there's something I want to do with it, but we don't have time this week. So it'll make more sense next week. But anyway, number two. So the first one is, is there, where there is no vision, <clears throat> there's death. Number two, realities uh, of spiritual vision. It's only a vision or a plan if you write it down and tell people about it. <laughs> right? It's only a plan if you actually write it down and tell somebody about it. Now let me explain, right? If you don't write it down or tell anybody about it, you know what that is? That's a thought. That's exactly right. Like I had a thought, right? Uh I, I had a really good thought. You know, and I have I have a lot of those, I really do. Like I, I would pride myself on having a lot of good thoughts, you know, or good intentions. But you gotta do something with it, man, right? I have a lot of good thoughts or good intentions, but if I never verbalize them, then what do you think happens, right? What do, what do you think happens? A squirrel runs by, you know? I'm not talking about an actual squirrel. Like, a, a squirrel runs by in the form of, like, a shiny truck or an emergency at work. And by the time I get done with all that, I don't, the thought's gone. Like, I don't, it might come back here in a couple months. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember I was going to do that. But it just happens. And why does that happen? Because you're in a spiritual battle, and the adversary does not want you to make time to get away with your wife. He doesn't want you to make time to invest in your kids. He doesn't want you to make time to, like, have meetings in the ministry. Like, everybody loves meetings, right? But I'm talking about, like, getting together with people and investing in them. And so if you don't say, hey, this is something I'm going to do this year. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to make sure it happens, right? Then it's just a thought. And you can have a lot of good thoughts, and it doesn't matter. Because when you're put on the spot, like, you haven't written anything down, and you're like, well, it was just something I was thinking about. I wasn't actually going to do it, you know? When you say, "Hey, this is what I'm going to do," and I write it down, what's that do? It brings something into your life. It's called accountability. Like now, people are going to be like, "Well, you said you were going to do this." You know, if I just have a good thought, like, "Hey, I really want my my marriage to get stronger this year," I'm just using marriage as an example, right? And I have this thought. I'm like, "Okay, I I really could if I put you know extra time into this, and you know, it doesn't even it, guys, it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It really doesn't. But if I just put some quality time into this thing, and I just really, you know." Let her know that I really love her and, you know, all these different things. You know, it's just like, so if you're using marriage as an example, like, I'm going to do these things. But then you start thinking to yourself, now, that's going to take a lot of my time. And I'm going to do these other things. So it's like, I really want to do that. Okay. But you don't tell anybody about it because then it's just like, because if I tell her about it and I don't come through, then it's just another way that I let her down. Right? It's just another thing that I didn't get done. So instead, you tell yourself, well... All right, I'm going to gonna, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to tell anybody about it because, just in case. Well, every time that it comes time that's like, hey, I'm going to do this, then it's just like, yeah, but there's a football game on this weekend. Or, yeah, but I got this other thing going on. Or, or worse yet, yeah, we've got these ministry obligations. And you never follow through, and you're just like, well, at least she didn't know about it, right? It was just a thought, right? And let me just tell you, marriage or ministry or anything else in life... Uh, They don't thrive on good thoughts. They just don't. Right? It doesn't matter what it is. Relationships with people, they don't thrive on good thoughts. You know, I don't know how many times I've had this, you know, just talking, thinking about people, but it's just like God will bring somebody to my mind. I'm like, hey, I I really need to call them and just check in on them, like see what's going on in life, right? And I never do. And then come to find out, you know, and it always happens like this, you know, a week later or something, you know, they come up and they say something and like, yeah, I was, something was going on and I, you know, I really could have needed something to happen. And it's like, I, I don't even say it because I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna really look like a, a tool, you know? And it's just like, yeah, I was thinking about, you know, maybe chatting with you and seeing how things went. I wish I probably would have, and then I could have helped out or, you know, at least prayed about it or anything else. And so like, make sure you turn your thoughts into something is what I'm getting at, right? Make sure that, like, if you've got good intentions, like, put action to them. Or you're not going to do anything different this year. You just won't, right? And here's why you won't. It's not because you don't want to. It's because we're freaking busy, right? Is there anybody in here that's just like, man, I got a whole lot of extra time, actually, right? Like, Pam's retired, and I still don't think she's got extra time. It just doesn't happen. Like, I keep thinking that maybe if I, you know, if I retire, my wife laughs at me. She's like, you're going to work until the day you die. Like, if I retire, I'll have all kinds of time, like... I don't think anybody's just like, you know what? Extra time that's something I got a lot of, right? And if you do, come talk to me. I'm sure I can figure something out for you. Like, the point is like it's not like you just don't want to. Like, you guys care. I know you do. Like it's not like I'm talking to a bunch of lost people. You know, you care, you just got to you got to prioritize. Does that make sense? Because if you don't prioritize, you're not going to get anywhere with it, right? So writing your plans down also helps you stay like accountable to them. Does that make sense? Like, if you write them down, if I tell my wife, hey, I'm going to focus on our marriages here, and I'm just using this example, because that's kind of what I've been using. Don't think that, like, Paige and I's marriage is all messed up. We're actually, you know, God's, God's blessing, them, right? So, but the point is, like, say, stay with this. Whatever it is that, you know, God's pointing you towards, whatever, you fill in the blank. But, like, if I tell her, like, hey, I really want to focus on this this year, all right? I want to make sure that, you know, we get up early uh, every morning, or pretty much every morning, right? And we spend some time in the Word together, you know, and like all the guys if you're looking for a way to like invest in your marriage start there right timing the word together man i'm telling you but anyway like if you say like hey babe this is what we're going to do like i think this is this is a good plan for us i want to i want to do this hey i want to have a date night every month right some people are like man we got to do it every week like i wish (laughs) we can get once a month that's great but like so you say hey these are things i want to do right and she's like yeah i'm on board Okay, and then like March, April, May rolls around and you ain't done none of the things that you said you were going to do. Now you look like a tool, right? Because you'd have been better off not saying anything. The point is it holds you accountable because now I know I've told her. And it's like, if I thought things were not great before, they're going to be less great now because like it's another thing that I didn't do. Does that make sense? When you write things down, it holds you accountable, right? If I know that people are expecting me to be somewhere, like I've got to be there. But if I just had this thought that it's like, so it's, Use an example like the men's breakfast because it's not super well-attended, right? And this is just a thing that popped into my head, okay? So if I think in myself, hey, I just got to remind you there's a men's breakfast tomorrow. I don't have anything really going on. Like, I probably I ought to go to that, right? I want to go to that. Okay. Good thought, right? If I tell a couple people, hey, do you want to come to this with me? And they're like, well, I was thinking about it. Now they expect me to be there, right? And so now, like, there's accountability. Now, if I don't go, then I'm letting someone down, right? That's the whole point. When you have these thoughts for your life and you're just like, hey, these are some things that I really want to focus on, like, that's great. Write them down. Tell somebody about it because now there's accountability. Because without accountability in any area of your life, you're going to fail. That's just what happens, right? That's just what happens. You can say, I'm not going to fill in the blank, right? Right? Without accountability, you will fail because you live with flesh, right? And our flesh is no good, and our flesh dwells no good thing, right? So you might say, Jason, my spouse and I, we're already on the same page. We know what the plan is, right? Oh, oh really, right? Well, what is it then? Tell me. Tell me what the plan is in your life that is so grand that you're like, we're on the same page, right? It doesn't work like that. Just survive another day, right? Get through today without the kids dying, right? That's not a plan, my friend. It just isn't. And you know that just as good as I do. I'll read this verse and we'll wrap up for today and we'll circle back around. I'm going to start here next week because I've got a kind of an interaction thing I want to do. And I think it'll really help nail this thing home, but we don't have time. I was going to try to do it, but I don't want to be long and I want this to really hit home. So you've got to be here next week. What? You don't have to do it. No, no you don't have to do it. So not everybody has to do it, but Habakkuk 2, verses 2 to 3, it says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables. That he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Right? If everybody knows what the plan is, if it's written down, then there's no confusion. Nobody's like, hey, I didn't know we were taking a vacation. Yeah, I planned on taking a vacation this year. Right? Everybody's looking forward to it. Like, those are the kinds of plans everybody wants to get on board with. Right? We started talking about, like, I want to have a plan to where we're going to, like, actually, like, keep the house clean or we're going to have a plan that we're going to like do some things that not everybody likes to do then it's like oh i didn't really want to do that well it's written down the same way as we're going to take a vacation this summer like you can't just pick and choose does that make sense like you gotta write it down right habakkuk is like we're going to write it down that way everybody who reads it can take it and run with it right because there's no confusion at that point so with that let's let's pause i don't want to stop we're going to pause because there's some really good stuff here, and it's not just I, – I want you guys to know, like, there's nobody in my mind as I'm preparing all this stuff that's like, man, these people really need to get their life together, right? It's, it's not that at all, but I feel like even with, with me in, in my family, like, I feel like God is blessing it, but I also th- think there's, there's places I can grow. There's places that I can uh, do better, and so I want to, like – This is as much for me as anybody else. So take it and run with it. You know, tell it to other people. But uh, come back next week. It should be good as we, as we wrap this whole thing up. So with that, let's, uh, let's pray and we'll get out of here. Father God, I love you. I thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for uh, being good to us. Thank you for your word uh, and just the truth that's in it, Lord. I do pray as we uh, step into another calendar year that really we don't have to change uh, much because uh, we're on track with you, Lord. But I do pray if there's something that uh, maybe we are struggling with, something that we're uh, amiss on, something that, you know, maybe there's a sin in our life that, that we just can't let go of. Lord, I pray that... Um, this would be the time, whether it's uh, a new year or a new day or whatever it is, that we would just lay it at your feet uh, and let you just take it and 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 really use us the way that you've created us to be used, Lord. So, uh Lord, I do pray that uh, we get back here next week and uh, finish this up as we kind of go through, you know, just this this biblical vision and you know what it looks like. And and Lord, I do pray that you just uh, even use it this week as as we make uh, just decisions to uh, be more like you every day. So, uh, Lord, I pray for those who are out for various reasons. Pray you just continue to get the honor and the glory. Uh, bless them, Lord, and uh, just keep us safe as we're uh, out and about this week. In, in Christ's name, amen.